Welcome to issue 138 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at the most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes intent on thwarting them. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, and joining me tonight is Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, Steve. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great tonight. Not feeling mischievous or anything? No, no, I'm good. Oh, okay. That was last week. Uh, uh, and also with us is Daniel. Hi, Daniel. Well, I know about you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what I tried to do last week, but I failed. Daniel, that was awesome. Uh, oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> hey, Daniel. I don't, I don't think I get it, but okay. You will, Steve. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Uh, well, uh, we're going to change things up, and we're going to ask Mike. Mike, what's oh. on your mind tonight? Whoa. Oh, hi. What's on my mind tonight? Yeah, what's on your mind tonight? We got something from Danimal. A timely Ooh. piece. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Really sorry. I hear this is awesome. Uh, this is an audio rendition of Loki recounting one of his latest Marvel Champions games. He says, though he thought y'all might like it. This is the first time I've recorded audio like this, so let me know if everything worked okay. Love the podcast. I look forward to it every week. Well, we are looking forward to listening to what you have to say. So let's do that now. Greetings, friends over at Critical Encounters. For it is I, Loki, the god of mischief. I bring to you today a tale of one of my latest and greatest plans to rule humanity. I mean, to benefit humanity. The story begins right after those foolish heroes handed the Infinity Gauntlet over to me with all the stones attached. Mwahaha! So I began to assemble my armies and set my throne above all other gods. This was going to be splendid. That was until those no-good heroes learned of my efforts. The all-powerful Captain Marvel came to stop me. I was able to hold her at bay for a while, but I could see that she was growing in power with supports and upgrades and allies. She even had me under surveillance, which made it a little harder for me to complete my main scheme. Even though she kept disarming me, I was able to obtain my crown and place it upon my head, making me a little better at my (coughs) scheming abilities. I must give that clever girl a little credit. She was able to eliminate all the threat I had acquired onto my main scheme, defeat all the minions I had thrown at her, and then out of nowhere, Spider-Woman shows up with her pheromones, <laughs> leaving me confused. But it was no bother to me, as I was in one of my attack forms and I was ready to pierce her. But then, the girl flipped into her alter ego form, going into hiding like the pathetic stone that she is. I realized, with me being confused, this left me in quite a predicament. However, the half-wit made a critical mistake. She had blown through all of her resources, giving me the chance to throw another encounter at her. It was now my time to act. Some would say I was in an impossible situation with no minions to my aid, no threat on my scheme, and standing there confused, how could I get out of this mess? 
but earlier in the battle, I was able to use the Soul Stone to gain a bit of a boost for the future. I naturally progressed my scheme by throwing one thread on it. Then I had to take a moment to shake the cobwebs out to become unconfused. Having no minions, I proceeded straight to the encounter phase. And that's when I revealed the Casket of Ancient Winters. I knew this could help amplify each of my activations, making me a little bit stronger. But in the distance, I heard Carol Danvers scoff at me because she had all the power to deal with such a thing. Then I pulled one of my classic treacheries, the one that made me the god of mischief. For I unleashed my trickster ways. I quickly swapped to my strongest scheming form and proceeded to activate. It was a long shot, but I needed to try. I unleashed the boost that the Mind Stone had given me, adding plus four to my powers. Then I discharged my other boost, granting me an ability to access the Infinity Stones, which of course was the Time Stone giving me plus four to this activation. So using my three scheme, plus one from my crown, plus one from the gauntlet, (laughs) plus four from the first boost, and four from the time stone, I was now with 13 scheme for this activation, pushing the threat to 14. However, that stupid under surveillance still meant that I was two threats away from victory. Do you remember the scoff? I remember the scoff, the scoff of Carol Danvers when I revealed the casting of ancient winters. This amplified my two boosts, giving me the last two steps that I needed to complete my plan, allowing me, Loki, the god of mischief, to ascend my throne above all others, making me the god of the gods, the king of the kings, and the ruler of all. Say it with me. All, All hail, hail Loki. Yeah. Oh. oh my goodness! I can't believe we sat on that. <laughs> Damn. Oh, his timing was, had to be right. That was oh, great. God. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I loved it so, when I first heard it. So we apologize for waiting a long time, but now you know why. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Danimal, Steve. There was one moment. Where he sounded a little like Andrew, and I freaked out. <laughs> He's like, "Oh no! Oh, maybe Andrew was Loki." He, he mm-hmm. sort of, he sort of like dipped into this kind of, I don't know, mid-Atlantic drawl, and I wasn't prepared. <laughs> well, he's a shapeshifter, so he could be anything. So, God, right? Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much, Animal. It was great. Oh, that fantastic! Fantastic! What a great. Great voice, yeah. great read. That was awesome. And Loki wins. That's the best part. Too. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, we're back to do Loki part two, right? So, uh, Daniel, you're going to read us a story. So it's story time today. We just got a story. We're going to get another story. Yeah. You oh, know, that's so, why you asked me about mischief. That is. So I'm going to read you. It's one of the last myths in the Norse cycle. It's called Loki's Flighting. And this is, and I, I talked about it last week, Loki is at the bar with all the other gods and they kick him out and he comes back in full of piss and vinegar and just wants to just hand it back. All the talk they've been giving him throughout the centuries, all the hate, all this, Loki's like, you know what, they hate me anyway, 
I'm just gonna say what I feel. Just a pulpit chair. I'm gonna light the fire. And this story may be inappropriate for younger listeners. Maybe, maybe not. I'll, I'll try to edit as I go along. So, okay. um, I'm pretty sure that this is the text. I'm, I'm finding it online. I'm looking at a website called thenorsegods.com. And I'm pretty sure I'm looking at the book by Kevin Crosley Holland. I'm looking at his text. Maybe not. It could be this this writer who says it says by Norman and I don't know what that means exactly. Um, but I, you know, it, it looks like the text that I recall from that book that I taught for a number of years. And so a little back, a little background. So Balder is dead. Um, the gods are somber. Asgard is suffering um, the loss of their beloved Balder and a God named um, Azure decides he's going to like have all the gods over and like just sort of, you know, maybe it's time for us to get together and just sort of be solemn in our cups and hang out and like, but and everyone's invited. Everyone's there um, with the exception of Thor, who's on a mission. Um, so they're all there. There's elves, there's all the stuff. And the guests are being served by eight, uh, Azure's servants, who are Fimafang, the Swift Handler, and Eldir, the Man of Fire. So these these are these servants of, of Azure, and they're awesome. And all the people keep talking about how awesome these servants are. Well, Loki's at this party too, because nobody yet knows his part in Baldur's death. He hasn't he hasn't confessed to being the old woman that refused. Remember from last week, I said mm-hmm. there was like the yeah. He has not confessed to that. Like. Everyone thinks he's some old lady who refused to cry for Baldur. Um, Loki doesn't say anything. But he's listening to all these gods talk, just like heaping praise on these two servants, just mere servants. And so he like, Fimifang is about to pour him a drink. He just grabs him and just takes his knife and kills him. And, oh. and, and, this, was, and this was meant to be like, a just sort of like, let's be calm. Let's be sad about Baldur. Let's. And so the gods are freaked out. They're all in uproar. And they just drive Loki from the hall. Um, and Azir and his wife, Ron, who's the god of the sea, like they just they resume their places. They And they start to drink once more once Loki's gone. But Loki never actually leaves. And um, he goes into the kitchen and he finds the other servant, Eldir, and he's like, puts a knife to his throat. He's like, hey, what are they doing? What are the gods talking about? Are they talking about me? Um, and Eldir's like, you know what? They're not. They don't care anything about you. They're comparing their weapons. There's not even a single god in there who's going to say anything about you. Um, and Loki's like, fine, I'm going back in. And Eldir's like, they're going to kill you. And Loki's like, remember who you are. You're a servant. I'm Loki. It's like, it's like you don't know. I'm going in. He goes in and he's like, and it's like, you know, those in those old cowboy movies where the, the, the drifter like walks through the saloon doors and throws them open. <laughs> yep, and yep. it's like absolute Dialogue. silence, and everyone stares. Yeah, and it's like that. What's that sound? Make the sound, Mike, of the uh, in the cowboy movies. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that <laughs> right. Oh, and so with the bad and the so ugly. Okay. I will. I'll, I'll read. I'll read largely from this text, and I'll try to paraphrase where I can and stuff. But so Loki barges in. He's like, "Here's the sky traveler, and he's rather thirsty." 
It's a long journey to Azure's Hall. Would one of the gods care to bring me a cup of shining ale? So he says this. Remember, he's just been kicked out for killing some dude. And and he looks around. Nobody says anything. People are trying to avoid eye contact. And he's like, why are you all so silent, you dismal gang of gods? Haven't you one word between you? Either make room and give me a place at this feast or tell me I'm unwelcome. Um, and so Bragi, who is the god of poetry, and I think this is actually a funny slam on poetry, the way that Loki's going to deal with him, uh, says, the gods will no longer make room and give you a place amongst them. You're not the kind of company they want at a feast. Loki ignored Bragi altogether and dressed himself to the high one. Remember, Odin, how long ago we mixed our blood and brotherhood. You swore that you would only drink if a drink were brought to us both. And remember, I talked about that last week, right? That Odin and Loki were blood brothers. No, it never was said how. This is the first time in the myths that it's made mention, like right here. Um, so Odin turns to his kid. He's like, you know what? Move up. Make room for the wolf's father at this feast. We don't want any more of Loki's troublemaking here in Aesir's Hall. So Odin's like, okay, give this guy a drink. Um, he thinks that just inviting Loki to the table will end it all, right? Like, like that's yeah, good plan, buddy. Good plan. Good plan, <laughs> right? Like, uh, <laughs> make room for the butthole. All right, so Loki gets gets the drink poured for him. He's about to just drink, and then he's like, he's looking at all these people around him, like looking at him, like just with hate in their eyes. He's like, greetings, gods, goddesses, greetings. I greet all this holy gathering, all but one. Bragi slumped on the bench over there. And that's the god who had said, you're not welcome. And Bragi, like, wakes up from his slumber. He's like, if only you'll keep your rancor to yourself and spare yourself the fear of the gods. I'll give you a horse of my own horde. I'll give you a sword. And what's more, I'll give you a ring. Bragi the bragger, said Loki. You never had a horse or a ring to your name, and you never will have. Of all the gods and elves in this hall, you're the greatest coward. When arrows are loosed, you barely dare peek from behind your shield. Right? So he trash talks the god of poetry. Um, and it's not surprising that the god of poetry would, you know, not fight and would hide. And it's just basically, you're all words, is what Loki says to him. And then Idun, who's a goddess, turns to her husband, who's Brag. He's like, hey, let it go. And Loki says, enough, Idun. I know no woman as wanton as you. What an appetite. You even wound your white arms around your brother's murderer. And so this is going to, like, sort of set the tone of this whole flighting, right? Like. One god after another is going to be like, Loki, shut the hell up. And Loki's going to be like, oh, yeah, you? Let me tell you about you, right? Um, and so I'll skip down a little bit. This is like the Asgardian yeah. roast of Loki. where like, well, it's gets Loki up at the roasting end. everyone else. Yes, like at the end, yeah. he gets back up. And they're, and they're sort of, yeah. and they, and they, you're right, though, Steve. They try to roast him back, right? Um, Odin at one point goes like, look, Loki, you're insane. You've lost your senses, right? And and Lo and then Loki says to him, enough. You never could be even-handed. You've often let the weaker man snatch victory in battle and, and, and things like that. It's like, you know, like, and Odin's like, you know what? Whatever, <laughs> Loki. Um, you lived for eight years as a woman and a milkmaid. You've born babies. Right. And talking about sleep near talking about like oftentimes Loki is described as taking a woman's form. Um, and then Loki's like, yeah, but you cast spells like a witch. And they say, you know, people say that you've dressed like a witch and like as a woman moved through the world. And like then Frigg 
steps in trying to restore peace. She's like, you would both do better to keep these things to yourselves. There's nothing to be gained from raking up what's best forgotten. Enough, Frigg, shouted Loki. You were born a whore. You may be Odin's wife, but you shared your breath, your bed with his brothers in the bargain. And, and so all oh, it just keeps going. He just keeps going on the stuff about her. Right. And then finally, Freya. Now, Freya is the goddess of fertility. She is sort of an Aphrodite in the Norse myths, right? And Freya, like, turns on him and is like, look, you're mad to boast about your terrible crimes. There's nothing Frigg does not know, even though she may remain silent. And Loki turns to her and is like, enough, Freya. I know you through and through, and you're not wholly spotless. You slept with every single god and elf gathered in this hall. Your mouth is full of lies, said Freya, and you're spelling out your own doom. You'll leave here wishing you never bothered to come. Enough, Freya. You're a foul witch with a string of evil works to your name. The bright gods caught you in bread with your own brother. And then, Freya, you farted. <laughs> like, that kind of stuff, right? Uh, and, wow. I just, and it's, it's so great, right? And, and like, one after another, a god comes and is like, Loki, stop. You don't know the story. And then Loki turns to that guy and says, like, I know this thing about you. Like, like... Enough, Njord. You were sent from the east and given to the gods as a hostage. Amir's daughter squattered over you and pissed straight into your mouth. Like, this is how great Norse myth is. All right. Um, so, so it keeps going. Tear shows up. Freyr shows up. Like, they're all like, you know, like, you've lost your mind. You're just a jerk. Until finally, Thor comes back from his journeys. This is a really, it's a really long passage when I, I, Definitely think you should go to it. The Norsegods.com, Loki's flighting. Take a list because it's just so funny. It's like, it's really funny. This is Loki at the end of his rope. He's like, he knows he's never going to be invited back. He knows that no one is ever going to care about him. And so I want to kind of skip to the end. Loki was so carried away by his flight of words that he did not see that Thor had walked into Asia's hall. The God of Thunder waited until Loki had his say and then stepped forward and crashed his fist onto a trestle table so that the crystal cups leaped into the air. Hold your tongue, you scum, he roared, or my hammer Mjolnir will shut your mouth. I'll swipe your shoulder stone off your neck and that will be the end of you. Look, everyone, cried Loki unabashed. Here's the son of Earth. What a blustering bully you are, Thor. But you'll be less fierce when you grapple with Fenrir and see him gulp down Odin, the father of victory. So here we actually see Loki knows what's going to happen in Ragnarok. Um, He belittles Thor for a while. Um, says, you know, your hammer doesn't threaten me. And then at one point he says, you know what? I've shown the gods and the son of gods the sharp edge of my thoughts. But because of you and you alone, Thor, I think I'll take my leave now. I know all about your strength. Loki paused and looked defiantly around him and then addressed himself to his host. You brewed fine ale, Aesir, but you'll never hold another feast such as this. Loki's voice was rising. Flickering flames will gorge on this hall and gut it and destroy everything you own. Your body will be flayed by fire. Loki turned and was gone, and his terrible words still echoed round the halls. For a long time, the gods and goddesses and elves stared into their ale, shaken and grieving. In silence they sat, and in silence they rose and left Aesir's hall. So he disses them all, one after another. And one part that I did point out, like part of his railing on Frigg was to say, like, I'm the one who wouldn't cry for Baldur. Oh, let's or not. I, I'm the one who killed him through Hod, like the blind god. I made him throw the mistletoe, and I'm and I didn't cry for him. I was the old woman that you came to, and and so this is it. You know, this is like he threw it down. 
left the left the room. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> <Don't worry, laughs> and I love it was because he like Thor finally came back. He's like, okay, you actually kicked my ass. I, I better watch out for Thor. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and and he just leaves, and like the you know the rest is they chase him down because he admitted to killing Balder, so they try to find him. He's in hiding. All the story at the, you know, the end of his life, I said from last week, comes from this. It's like, but on some level, it's you know Loki speaking truth. Everything he says is mentioned and given some time in the myths. Hmm. It's true. So is it? It's like that one time you really wanted to go into your boss's office and just chew him out and then quit. Yep. When you know you're fired. <laughs> when you know you're about to be fired. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's Absolutely. the dream we all have, right? That's that's how you w- you wish yeah. it or you hope it's going to go down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and if you, I mean, like, when you read this, yeah, go to the website, read this whole bit, and say it out loud because it's so <laughs> fun to say these things. You know, it's just, yeah, it's a great story. Loki's flighting. It's near the end of the, the cycle. He's had enough of these gods. They've had enough of him. He knows he's on the out and will never be back. Loka Senna? Loki's truth telling. Yeah. Loki's truth telling. Yep. Well, thanks for that. Awesome. Hope you Thank enjoyed you it. so much. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I could have read the whole thing, but we'd be here for another, hour, you know, 48 minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We've never had that before. <laughs> I know. It'd be like Mustafa going off on something. You know what? Hopefully, we can get him to do like uh, a special reading of the Loka Senna. That is the name of this, yeah, the flighting of Loki or. Loki's verbal. There's a number of things it's called, but the Locusena is the name of the poem, uh, as Steve mentioned. I think getting Mustafa to read the whole thing would be great because his voice would be perfect for it. Let's do it. Well, we're not just talking about Loki for no reason, right? I mean, it is fun. I mean, if he's gonna if he's gonna go out shouting and farting, yeah, he's like gonna look in this game, Steve. Yeah, we have to move on to the cards because there's a few choice words I'd like to say to both of you, give you the sharp oh. side of my tongue, but oh. I'm going to oh. not do it. Well, I know uh, what you are, Steve. Oh, yeah? I- <laughs> language, 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 language. All right, let's do this. Language. language. <laughs> let's talk about some cards, huh? Let's do it. Okay, so That's we're going to look at the rest of the cards from the fifth scenario in the Mad Titan Shadows box. There was 21 by total, 17 by title, but only 14 cards end up in the deck. Oh. Yeah. We have... Let's start with some side schemes. Mike, why don't you give us the first side scheme? Oh my god, the casket! I love the casket. Filled with a rich, full-bodied brew. It's dark. Not as dark as a stout. Usually it's spiced. Goes down warm in those cold winter months. Oh, shoot. That's the casket of winter ales. Okay, my bad. Uh, yes. What am I reading? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing now. Uh, I'm going to do it. Okay. I'm going to read the casket of ancient winters, which I got a (laughs) tiny bit of lore on the casket. How about I let you know what this this thing is before we read it? Please do. I did the wrong homework. Yeah, geez. Um, And you think you'd know about winters living so far north, but... Well, I'm drinking uh, the thing he was talking about. <laughs> Amen. I got I got the short end of the stick here. Uh, <laughs> so this thing is this Nerd. thing is an, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> this thing is an Asgardian artifact which contains the Fimble Winter of Ymir. It created massive snowstorms if opened. Um, it's 
a hand-sized casket. So it contains, but it contains the fury of a thousand killing winters. Oh, so, yes. And uh, Dan, you know what the Fimble Winter is, don't you? Well, I know who y- Ymir was. Who's Ymir? He's the giant out of whose body the entire you know worlds were created. He was sort of like the the ur existent in the uh, in the myths. Oh, okay. But what is this Thimble Winter? Uh, Thimble Winter, not Thimble Winter. Oh, so that's something you put on your fingers or so? Thimble Winter would be a very small snowstorm. I was going to say, is... I was wondering how a thousand winters come out of a thimble. Yeah, this right. is uh, the Thimble Winter. It's, it's said to usher a harsh winter that will blanket Asgard, car- causing widespread fear and paranoia. Oh. And from this event, everything would die. Now, this is the Marvel version of it. And in Marvel, it does get used on Midgard, otherwise known as Earth. Earth? Yeah. Um, at one point, it, it also gets used in Asgard. Malekith the Accursed, one of those I dark elves. Yep. He unleashes it on Asgard, and it actually brings the kingdom to its knees at one point, because the power of it reaches as far as hell. No. Oh. Uh, so that concerns Hela quite a bit. And it, it's so powerful a winter that it even incapacitates the frost giants themselves, which is pretty impressive. But in the end, Lady Sif recalls that there's a secret thing called the Gem of Infinite Suns. And finding that and using that, she counters the winter and saves the day. Thank goodness. Like countering a MacGuffin with another MacGuffin. Yep, the winter by the sun. <laughs> so in our game, the Casket of Ancient Winters is a side scheme. The Loki raided Odin's armory and discovered the Frost Giant's ancient weapon. Starts with four threat, hinder one per player, has an amplify icon, and three Boost icons. When defeated, reveal the top card of the Infinity Stone deck. Swap Loki with a random set-aside Loki villain. I don't know how that has to do with the Eternal Winter, but it works good in the Loki scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Makes him stronger. I don't know. He's he's scheming more in the snow. Yeah, And he he's, is a frost uh, giant. He's stronger. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the general stronger all-around icon. Yeah. I, I guess I feel like this should have the Crisis icon. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, based on the lore Steve just talked about, you want to get rid of this. Yeah, you definitely do. Uh, you should have yeah. both. Oh, there you go. There we go. There there we problem go. solved. <laughs> Three boost icons, and, and remember, you want to get rid of these because there's a version of Loki there where you can't hit them without getting rid of these. So what happens? You get rid of this one. You swap your Loki for the wrong Loki who can't. <laughs> right like yeah you swap out for the side scheme one and then uh, there's more side schemes out that'd be funny you swap in the high attack one and now he's got a three boost icon in the deck oh yeah yep mike that's madness isn't it is it perhaps madness in midgard totally why don't you tell us about it the god of mischief sows chaos on earth for his own amusement madness on midnard is a side scheme with five threat hinder one per player two boost icons the crisis icon and the same one defeated as the previous reveal the top card of the infinity stone deck swap loki with a random set aside a loki villain he sows chaos for his own amusement so if we're being honest all these side schemes are kind of the same they just have a different little icon different art 
Yeah. All right. I mean, they all have and the same when, when defeated. When defeated but... is the same, but they're just ways, you know, to to get those dastardly icons into play. They're not all. They're not all that themey, is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I agree. as a side scheme, madness on Midgard is on point. You're leaving the battle with Loki to go fight Frost Giants on Earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that is the definition of a side scheme. True. And yeah. as a, as a unit of four things, they're nice together because they have all the four <laughs> icons. And the next card, I remember us talking a little bit about four boost icons a while ago. Ooh. And how you don't see those and they can't exist anywhere. Yep. Yep. Oh, I love it. This is open the rainbow. Open the Bifrost. Side scheme. Loki uses the Bifrost to move his forces throughout the nine realms. Three threat. Rather low for this set. Three hinder one per player. It has a hazard icon. When defeated, reveal the top card of the Infinity Stone deck. Swap Lokis. And four boost icons. Boom. Love it. Love it. None of the heroes like to see that side scheme in place. They're definitely getting rid of that. It's a five boost icon if Casket of Ancient Winters is in play. Oh! Amplify. Oh! And then if you happen to get that one card that you use the Time Stones boost card, that becomes a five. Wait, isn't that what Danimal just told us all about? Oh, oh! yes. Yeah. Awesome. Just awesome. <laughs> uh, Daniel, what's the Bifrost? How's he using a rainbow to transport his troops? Well, the Bifrost is the bridge, Steve, that connects Midgard to Asgard. Sort of the lower, the the middle three realms to the higher three realms in Norse mythology. Now, did the rainbow motif get added by Marvel, or is that in the myth? That is in the myth. It is the rainbow bridge. And can you, like, use it to travel to... Hell and Niflheim and Svartalheim and the other places? Or No, I don't believe you can. I, I believe it just connects the middle and the... It's at, at two particular points, one in Asgard and one in Midgard, where they actually connect. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So that's where Marvel diverges. Yeah, so if you think of, like, of, you know, the world as three plates, one on top of the other, and each plate has three little sections, that's how... Norse mythology looks okay. And Midgard uh, is one is on like the middle plate, and Asgard is on the top plate, and the the bridge connects those two places. That makes a lot of sense. And then from Asgard, you could travel to other places uh, adjacent to it, but by not the Bifrost, just like other sure. means. Okay, sure. So you can't get to those bottom three plates, which is like hell and all that. Yeah, that takes a little more work. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But there's one more of these, Steve. There is. War in Asgard. We talked about it last week. Loki's followers do battle with those still loyal to Odin. Has six threat, hinder one, an acceleration icon, only one boost. I guess the open the Bifrost stole all of them. <laughs> <laughs> the same when defeated, you're going to reveal the top card of the Infinity Stone deck and swap Lokis. Yeah. Definitely the weakest of the bunch. Yeah. It does start in play. So it's out already. The one neat thing about these is you have to somewhat consider your timing of defeating them, not just because you're going to swap the Loki, but because you're going to reveal the top card of the Infinity Stone deck. So you could end up with two revealed Infinity Stones that you'd have to deal with next turn or next activation. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, so, yeah. so you have to worry about that, too. You can't just 
clear them willy-nilly. All right. Well, sides games. Okay. Uh, yeah, the I mean, a little, they are what they are, little, right? Yeah. Let's see if we get some better theme off some attachments. Daniel, Loki's got some uh, clothing he wears, He's right? He's got some stuff, right? I've, I've heard this mentioned in a song about his cape, crown, or staff. Staff, cape, and crown uses it to mow heroes down. Nice. nice. <laughs> right. Well, I'll tell you about his cape. Now, I'm wondering if that, if this cape is referring to sort of his falcon feather coat uh, that he will often wear in the myths to change himself into that bird. Um, Loki's cape is armor. It's an attachment attached to Loki. Force response. After Loki is swapped with a set-aside Loki villain, give him a, a tough status card. Hero response. After you make a basic attack against Loki, spend a lightning bolt and a nerd resource to discard this card. Two boost icons. Hmm. Okay. So this is one of those attachments that stays on him when he gets swapped around? Stays on him, and the, and the, and the swap E gets a stat, uh, tough status. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I like the way you remove it, too. You have to make a basic attack, so you have to, like, get your hands on him to rip it off him. <laughs> yeah, rip yeah. The <laughs> So why isn't that fist? Because you got to outsmart him to get it off him. I, I agree. It should be fist and one. It should be fist and nerd. No, because the next card is fist and nerd. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I think that the resource icons are going to, we're going to see they're kind of a smattering of all of them so that, you know, they're not all the same. So it's because Hulk is really powerful and you don't want him one shotting Loki. So you have to give resources that Hulk isn't, doesn't have in his hand. Enough! You are all of you beneath me. I am a God, you dull creature. And I will not be bullied by that. Puny God. <laughs> right, right. We have a Hulk. Hey, I'll tell you about Loki's crown. This is an item attachment. Do we have anything that tutors items from villain discard piles? No, I, don't I don't think, think we do. So. Weapons and stuff, but not items. Attached to Loki gives him plus one scheme. Here, a response after you make a basic attack against Loki. Spend a mental and physical resource to discard this card. Boost effect. Attach this card to Loki. Ooh, I like that. Okay, this is good. This is the yeah. second or third time we've seen this now. Liking it. Making sure these attachments get on the villain. Yep, yep. Um, plus one scheme. That's all it does. But So you might, you might not care too much about it, because the main scheme is 12 threat per player, so you might let it go, which could bite you later on, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. No, but that's just how it's going to bite you, is later on at the end of all things when that plus one matters. Yep. Right? You've, you've been, you spent four rounds ignoring spending those two icons, because <laughs> you got better things to do with them. You know? He's just jabbing. He's just insulting you. Yeah, maybe you've been dealing. You've been making basic thwarts to get rid of all the scheme, all the threat he's putting on. So you haven't been making basic attacks. So yeah, I. Oh well. Hmm. He's got a stick that he runs around with, Steve. It's not a stick. It's a staff. Oh, sorry. A Loki staff is a weapon attached to Loki. It gives Loki plus one attack. Here, response after you make a basic attack against Loki, spend energy, physical resource, and discard this card. As a special boost, attach this card to Loki. 
All right. So let's see. In his ultimate attack form with the Infinity Gauntlet, he's a four. With the staff, he's five. With the acceleration icon, he's a six. Pulling that four boost icon off the deck, he's hitting you for 10. So what I hear you saying, Mike, is bring leadership and Squirrel Girl. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you could do that. (laughs) (laughs) And 94 copies of her in your deck. Uh, They're fun attachments. But that's not the only attachment you put on Loki. Hmm. I feel like there's one more, Daniel. You're not talking about the Master of Illusions, are you, Mike? I am talking about the Master of Illusions, the condition attachment. The condition attachment that you put on Loki? That's right. Oh, okay. Well, that one has a force interrupt, Mike, that says when Loki would take damage from an attack, discard the top card of the encounter deck. If that card is a treachery, prevent all damage from this attack and discard this card. Are you ever not going to fall for that? Also has a boost icon. This um this brings us back to the Nemesis set, right? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that the same quote? I like that little callback. It might it might be. Yeah. yeah. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, and it's that, the same basic effect, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, more or less, right? Yeah. Yep. The art's different, but yeah, it's pretty much the same. I love that it has to trigger. You just don't know when. Yeah. You don't know when. You can't just like squirrel girl and hope it goes away. Yep. Yeah, you need to have a, an ability to scry the deck. Um, like Iron Hearts, Sector Scan, that would be useful. Spider-Woman. Yep. Um, yeah, I think that's all we have. All the, the heroes have. The no, team. there's there's the early, early Leadership Falcon, who lets you look at the top cards of the deck, I believe. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah okay. You haven't used him in forever. Yeah. Um, so there's a few ways out there to do it. And and I think if you want to set up a big attack, it's worthwhile. But if you're just going to keep pinging them with retaliates or energy barriers or squirrel girls or one shot, I think you, you just keep hitting them and eventually you don't get a treachery, right? So, Well, Steve, how many treacheries are in this deck? Well, he comes with six treacheries. I'll tell you about the first one. Devious sorcery. And there's Ooh. two of these. When revealed alter ego, you are stunned. If you are already stunned, place two threat on the main scheme. When revealed hero, you are stunned. If you were already <laughs> stunned, take two damage and two boost icons. So basically you're stunned. You are stunned. And if you were already stunned, <laughs> you can either put <laughs> threat out for alter ego or damage for hero form. So Yeah, it's a lot of text for what it does, but yeah. there you have it. It does the thing that you don't want in that form. Yep. The art's interesting. I guess that's Loki in the middle of a bunch of people just hanging out. Like, yeah. how here I am. Is that Spectrum? That, and Wasp? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thor, Cap, and Iron Man? Is that Iron Man? Or some yeah, version, isn't it? Some version of Iron Man. Uh, yeah. They tried to crop him out, but he got through. Yeah, he's still snuck Unfortunately. He photobombed that one. That's a little mischievous. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about infinite mischief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a treachery when revealed. Shuffle the Infinity Stone deck discard pile into the Infinity Stone deck and reveal the top card. Special boost. Discard the top card of the Infinity Stone deck. Apply its boost icons for this activation as if it were a boost card. That could be bad. Yep. So it's it's a wild card. It's chaos. It is Loki. Loki in card form. Yeah. Yeah. You could end up with the second face-up Infinity Stone, right? 
because you already have one face up. Yeah. Uh, and then you could end up with that four boost time stone or whatever it is. Yeah. And then if that amplifies out, this also has a boost icon, and the time stone has another one, so it's six boost right there. Yeah. Yep. Hey, yep. do you um do you still have room in our critical encounters rule book? Volume two. Well, okay, volume two. Awesome. Because <laughs> when we talked about the Infinity Gauntlet, I said that there is a card missing from it, and it's this one. You, when you play Infinity Gauntlet, you should shuffle both of these into the villain deck. Yeah, I agree. Well then. There you go, folks. Buy volume two. <laughs> I have to get another server to house all the data. Uh, <laughs> we got to go green here. There's just too much paper. That's a great house rule because this is fun when you're using the gauntlet. Well, fellas, there's one more card. It is called The Trickster, which we all know is Loki. When revealed, swap Loki with a random set-aside Loki villain. Loki activates against you. It's got a special boost icon. Give Loki an additional boost card and a tough status card. So I like this card. I think it's great. I don't understand the art. Mike, Steve, can you help me through it? It's Loki as a an illusion. It's an illusion. It's uh, is that that's adolescent Loki, right? Uh, that's what I thought. Or, I mean, his from, horns. It's are from small. a comic, right? So yep. Is that Loki from the New Adventures you were talking about? No, no, he he's literally Kid Loki in that one. This one, I think he makes an appearance in the Ms. Marvel series, the original one. Really? Yeah, there's a brief little uh, little story where he comes in and he makes these golems that protect her high school. Oh. It's a okay. thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Um, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I like that it swaps and then activates. Because you... Like you were saying before, it's a yes. little bit of a surprise. You're like, oh, I can handle a one attack, and then, oh, now it's a three attack or whatever. So that's surprise, cool. Surprise, Pierce. <laughs> yeah. After he's already activated once, because this is the treachery card, right? This is the yeah. counter card. And then the boost effect, he gets another boost card. Great. And a tough. So that's nice. All right, let's talk about Loki as a capstone to the whole box. What do we think? It, overall, do we like the Loki scenario? Standalone? Do we like it in campaign? What do you guys think? Overall, yes, I like it. I I really liked it. I was playing solo, loved it. And then I played a four-player game, and we just got crushed. We just got crushed. This thing scales like you wouldn't believe. Uh, it's such a fun challenge. Like, it, it really, really ramps up. Yeah, I agree. We had a three-player campaign, and we, we made it to Loki feeling pretty good about ourselves, and then we all died. We lo- we lost the campaign at Loki. And what is it about it? I can't even pinpoint why he does that. Well, it starts with the damage you need to kill one of them. But it's just, it's like we never seem to get a grip on them. Yeah, right. the, the Infinity Gauntlet definitely makes it more difficult. Um, and in that multiplayer game, it's triggering a lot. And you could have multiple, you could have multiple people adding extra Infinity Stones to the Gauntlet through treachery cards or clearing side schemes right Um, maybe that was it well and then the modular sets you play with enchantress which we've talked about can really change things and then frost giants just has these big beefy minions that you have to also deal with so you're trying to kill laufey when you should be doing six damage to loki um and you're getting frozen you're getting seduced yeah (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, but good capstone to the box, right? Because so far we've got what, Red Skull, Ronin, Loki, Loki, Venom Goblin, Venom Goblin. Trying to remember which ones have been released so far. <laughs> All those, yeah. I think he's my favorite of the set, to be honest, of of those capstone villains. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I I don't know why. Maybe just because it's Loki. I definitely like it better than Ronin. Um, Red Skull's pretty fun still. Venom Goblin is difficult. I mean, it's suitably difficult for the fifth yeah. scenario. And like you said, you don't know why. And maybe that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you get your you're like, oh, Loki. <laughs> well, true to, I guess, the theme of it, you'll have a wildly different experience every time you play him. Yes. Right? Yep. Like some some games you'll never see two of the Lokis, maybe. You know, you don't know. Like it's just it's like Loki whack-a-mole. You don't know. Yeah, you get a different Loki with a different infinity stone effect that maybe you didn't see that pairing up previously um yeah yeah with the right swapping and the right activations at just the right time uh yeah it's tough the way it should be yeah it does with that 20 health it does make for a long game so this isn't a let's sit down and quick play a game (laughs) yeah for sure yep no like i said last week i was very content to beat two of these and be done. Yeah. I mean, and that's what you got to do on standard. And normally you're defeating two villains on standard anyways. So that Great. does, you know, that does track. So, and honestly, I don't, I don't know about this whole two to three villain thing. Like in solo, at least if you can beat two, you can beat three. I don't know if multiplayer, just if there's actually more difficulty in adding a third or fourth Loki, or if it's just extending the game at that point. Yeah, I've heard I've heard other people talk about like by the time you've beaten the second one, you're set up ready to go. You know, you're probably in good shape. So, is there really still a danger of losing, or is it just going to take longer? And and that's something I personally haven't figured out yet. So, okay, let's give it a grade, Daniel. I thought we only graded modular sets. No, you say that every time. <laughs> I know oh, I had God. to do that. I had to do that. <laughs> Who reads the obligation? Okay. Uh, well, Mike. Um, Somewhere around 200, we'll figure this out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, I'm going to grade this. Okay, I like the Loki shtick, and I like the scenario. I don't like his set. Like, I think it's... Okay. I think his particular set is samey, and I hate how it's tied to the Infinity Stone deck. Hmm. Not hate. I don't hate that. It's just, it's a bummer. Like, that you really can't play him outside of this. It's 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 sad, guys. I feel like Loki should, Loki should exist all the time throughout. So, and I know we made our little rule last week about how you might do it, but his particular encounter set, it's half uninteresting and half tied to the Infinity Zone deck. You want it to be more accessible. Yeah. Yeah, and even the ones that are just about him are just give him plus one, give him plus one. They're not all that interesting. We've right. seen them in every villain's set. Well, that's a fair point. Yeah. So what grade are you going to give it? So I'm giving this, I'm giving Loki's encounter set a C minus, guys. Hey, isn't, isn't that what I gave Hella? Yeah, but you were wrong. 
Uh, well, I'm giving this one an A because I actually like Loki a lot. No, I like Loki. I like the yeah. scenario. Yeah, no, I I like the set. I like it. I do. Explain I just... why this. Explain why the set itself, Mike, is great. Because to me, it's like the modular sets you put in Loki define this scenario more than this particular encounter uh, set. I'm not. The Infinity Stone deck doesn't turn me off. Oh, yeah, that's true. You've always liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I've always liked it. And I play this game probably 75% solo. So mm-hmm. it's, the length of this one doesn't really bother me that much. If I'm sitting down to play a game, I, I'm sitting down to play a game. It's fine. Sure. And I, I like the fact that he's jumping in and out. I like how chaotic it is. Yeah, I, I lean a little bit towards Mike and I sympathize with Daniel. <laughs> I'm right in, right in the middle. We're going to hedge your bets. Wow. Yeah, like right in the middle. Like I don't I also don't mind a longer game and a lot of people don't. I I just just have to know it's going to be a longer game. I don't mind doing that. I like the way Loki plays. It's too bad that it is tied to the Infinity Stone deck just so I didn't have to use it. It works well with it. It's definitely difficult. The side schemes lack the right flavor sometimes, but his treachery cards are really fun and on point. So like, yeah, right right in the middle there. Yeah. And next week, I'll be running for public office. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next week, we are going to look at the entire Mad Titans Shadows campaign. Mm. So maybe we'll have some additional thoughts on Loki when we talk about that. But in the meantime, Mike, how do the folks get a hold of us? Hey, folks, have you been indulging in the casket of ancient winter ales? Do you have something you want to say to us? Email us at criticalencounterspod@gmail.com. We are Critical Encounters on the Facebook, and you can find our YouTube channel by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, Wandering Tube. If you like our show, tell your friends. And if you don't like our show, you tell your enemies. Loki, take us out. Are you? ever going to not fall for it. Mike's had enough of that brew already. He has. Uh, there's like, I'm waiting for the chanting in the background. <laughs> <laughs>